Welcome to Season 2 of the To Health With That podcast, where we break up big health topics into small bites. I'm Amy, and this season I'll share all the tips, tricks, and hacks you need to get healthy with an MTHFR mutation in a step-by-step, week-by-week process. I can't wait. This week, let's do a little bit of a glutathione review and talk about some gene snips that can affect it. So we haven't discussed glutathione in a while, but MTHFR's effects on glutathione production are of major consequences to the health of all of us MTHFR folks. While a sluggish methylation typically leads to a sluggish glutathione production, there are some particular gene SNPs that have potentially a greater impact. The most notable are GGS, GGT, GST, and GPX. So glutathione, just to review, is an antioxidant like vitamin C or vitamin E, and it helps to scavenge free radicals and stop them from damaging your vital tissues. It's considered your quote-unquote master antioxidant because it also recycles other antioxidants like vitamin C so they can be used again, kind of like an antioxidant double whammy. In addition to antioxidant function, glutathione is also necessary for a number of different detoxification reactions, specifically phase 2 detox reactions called glutathione conjugation. This type of reaction is necessary for some herbicides and pesticides with xenobiotic compounds known as persistent organic pollutants, or POPs. Mercury also, and especially mercury detoxification from your brain and neurological tissue, is dependent on glutathione. Tylenol, which, in spite of being a common over-the-counter drug worldwide, is also the number one leading cause of fatal overdose. Tylenol needs glutathione to be detoxified. And if you happen to be listening from somewhere other than North America, Tylenol is also called acetaminophen or paracetamol. Remarkably, the life-saving hospital treatment for Tylenol overdose is a glutathione IV, which saves an incredible number of lives, but only if it's administered quickly. If all of that weren't enough, glutathione is absolutely vital for the function of your mitochondria. So your mitochondria are a little organelle within each cell that is considered to be the powerhouse, right? They quite literally supply the energy required for the rest of the cell to function. Creating this energy, however, leads to a very high burden of reactive oxygen species or free radicals. If the mitochondrial glutathione isn't enough to keep this in balance, then cellular energy production falters, leaving cells without the proper fuel to function. As you can imagine, cells without the proper fuel to function makes for a chronically tired, worn-down body. Lastly, glutathione is vital to appropriate cellular death. So cellular death may be something that sounds like a thing you don't want, but let me assure you appropriate death for cells is actually crucial to your survival. Cells that don't die appropriately In addition to adding a burden to your body, boosting inflammation, and creating an unhealthy internal environment, also lead directly to cancer. Cancer is quite literally a cell that won't die and reproduces without check. Glutathione is one of your body's internal defenses against such cells. There are a couple of gene SNPs that affect glutathione production, GSS and GGT. GSS stands for glutathione synthetase. 
And this gene encodes for one of the main enzymes involved in the actual manufacture of glutathione. As you may guess, SNPs affecting this gene tend to reduce the amount of glutathione produced by the body, and so manifest in a reduced capacity to detoxify mercury and persistent organic pollutants. It's also been implicated in some heavy-hitting chronic disorders such as COPD and ALS. Outside of this, however, the SNP has not received much attention, and so there's a lot that we really don't know. Information on different SNPs and the level of glutathione impairment isn't really available yet, so watch out for this one in emerging research over the next few years. GGT stands for gamma-glutamyltransferase, and there are a number of different varieties of this gene and the enzyme, so we see GGT1 through GGT7. This enzyme is also not very well studied, but it's another essential step in the formation of glutathione. There's some evidence that risk of acute pancreatitis is higher in smokers with a polymorphism in GGT1. But again, outside of that, this area is largely unexplored. I think it's entirely possible that these genes will be found to be consequential in future research, but at the moment, that data does not exist. Now, there are two genes, which are a little bit better studied, that relate to glutathione called GST and GPX, and those we will deep dive into next week. There are also some natural ways to boost glutathione. So we covered these in some detail in Season 1, Episode 14, called Glutathione in MTHFR, which is also linked here in the show notes if you need to go back and see that one. But the episode... That episode also covered some known diseases that are linked to low glutathione status. So some of the best ways to boost your glutathione include dietary whey protein, dietary omega-3 fatty acids, foods high in selenium like Brazil nuts, riboflavin, vitamin C, vitamin E, and alpha-lipoic acid, phytonutrients from fruits and veggies, Brassica veggies specifically, which brassica, the brassica family includes broccoli, cauliflower, kale, cabbage, and Brussels sprouts. Also herbs, including rosemary, turmeric, milk thistle, ginkgo, and green tea. And fruits and vegetables that actually contain their own glutathione, including asparagus, avocado, cucumber, green beans, and spinach. So there's lots you can do. Also in terms of supplements, uh, N-acetylcysteine is one of the surest ways to boost glutathione other than taking an actual glutathione, which is best absorbed in a liposomal form. If you do take NAC to boost your glutathione, make sure to take it away from meals, because if it's taken with a meal, then it competes with other proteins for absorption. Thank you so much for listening this week. Next week, again, we'll talk about the two well-explored genes that affect glutathione called GST and GPX. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss that episode. Okay, see you then. 